Welcome back everybody to the Broke Opera. This is part three of our three-part series in the month of April, dropping on Wednesdays, as you know, as I said previously. This is an ASMR style Broke Opera role play. So I hope you're enjoying it. This is the exciting conclusion of our Broke Opera today, part three of Search for Tomorrow. So Maestro, let's go ahead and strike up the band, open up the curtains, and let's get started. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hi, Jerry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm running just a little behind. But you can go ahead and, yeah, send them in. Hey, Jerry. I forgot to get the green tea. Would you mind getting that for us? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind? Thank you so much. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Hi. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Have a seat. Yes. Thank you so much for setting up this appointment with me. I really appreciate it. How are you doing? You've been good? All right. Well, it's been, what, three weeks since the last time we got together. And so I know you've been making so many great strides in your personal finance journey. I did get your email for the last time we had met and you did send over your new take-home pay from your new job. So congratulations. How's that job been going? Yeah. <clears throat> but that feels great, doesn't it? Yes. And what we can do today, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, is what I'd like to do is basically kind of go through a recap first of, you know, congratulating you on a job well done over these past several months. I mean, remember your confidence level was like a seven before. And the last time we met, you said you went up to a 10, you want to tackle this debt. You want to, you know, really move forward and do the best that you can do. You've gone through some difficult times. Yeah. Which got you to the five, $55,000 of credit card debt. Um, the other thing, you had talked about your personal relationship that you had going on, that that ended. And so you're moving forward. You said that relationship was a little bit toxic. And you're really taking care of yourself by seeing a counselor you had mentioned to help you with all of the emotional things that you've been going through with the pandemic. And yeah, you're just really doing great. Um, and again, you got this new job. And this is really going to help you to get out of debt, which is what we need to do, right? Remember we talked about brilliance last time. Everybody needs to look at their own personal best in their situation of where they are. And so you're going to be really happy with what I have to share with you here today. Um, and what I would like to do is go through again, all of the items that we talked about last time with these new numbers. Then I'd like to show you the build a budget that I had put together for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll share that with you. I emailed it to you and you probably had a chance to look at it briefly, right? Okay, just briefly. <laughs> um, so I, I would like to end then and show you how you can use that 
going forward over this next year. Um, so how does that sound? Does that sound like a good plan to you? Okay. So in the email that you sent over to me, and again, congratulations, your new take-home pay is $54.78. Oh my goodness, it doubled from where it was before. It was $27.39. Now I know you had had some problems, right, with your career, everything with the pandemic, you lost your job for a little while, you were unemployed for one year. And in a few minutes, I am gonna be talking through some things that I saw in your paperwork before that I haven't really addressed yet over the past two meetings. Um, but I'm going to be real honest with you because there were some things that I saw here that I just want you to kind of maybe talk through with me. It's going to be very um, eye-opening, I think, for you to see what was going on. And I just, yeah, want you to be honest with me. But it's all good news. I'm going to circle around and make this um, show you that it's a definitely windfall in your favor. So um, again, though, with your job, you've doubled your take-home pay, again, from $27.39 to $54.78. You had mentioned your friend hired you in the firm, your career path that you were on before. <clears throat> um, and I do want to acknowledge also that, as you know, you are contributing 6% to your 401k. We had talked about the fact that you have a little bit in your 401k so far, saving for retirement. You are doing the 6%, and I would encourage you to do that, what you're doing, which is great. I know that you see the value of doing so. We can't afford to give up free money from our employer, right? So kudos to you for doing that. You know, some people might say, well, no, don't contribute anything to your retirement accounts. That would be only if you weren't getting a company match, and you are. You're almost getting, what, six, is it three? They're matching you 3%, and then from 3 to 6%, they're matching 50%, I think you said, right? Okay. So just go into your um, retirement account. You'll see those dollar amounts going in. Multiply that by your 26 pay periods that you have, and you'll see exactly how much money that is. You can't afford, as you know, to give that up in favor of reducing your $55,000 in credit card debt. It just wouldn't make that much of a dent to do that. Okay. So your take home then 5478 includes taxes taken out and what you're putting into your retirement accounts and also you know things like your health care and such that are taken from there. But again, this is a huge uh major thing in your recovery to get out of this credit card debt that you'll see here in just a minute. Oh, yeah. Come on Jerry, yeah, go ahead. I forgot to say we're going to have some green tea. That's our ritual getting started. So yeah, you can just set it right over there. Yeah, I appreciate it. So you you want some tea? All right, let me go ahead and get this for you. So yeah, what do you think about that? Pretty amazing, isn't it? I'm so proud of you for getting this job. And it's here you go. That is going to be such a major thing for you. You're going to be so happy here when we go through all the details of, you know, getting out of debt. My goodness. And again, it's, it's so important for you to see what's going to be capable here. Yeah. I mean, 
your brilliance again is getting out of this credit card debt. We'll talk later about <clears throat> things you can do moving forward after this. So yeah, thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. All right, well, hey, cheers. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Okay, so moving right along then, <clears throat> your new take home again is 5478. Now, last time we got together, you had said you got your roommate, right? So your home expenses went down considerably as well. So you are moving this pendulum, if you will, in the right direction, obviously. You've increased your income substantially. And in this home expense area, you have reduced the expense from before, from $1,600 to $1,800. You told me that you're committed to getting this roommate and having it your friend of yours for a couple of years, at least, if not more, this is such a major, major win for you. I can't even tell you. Okay. So, um, your cell phone obviously stays the same. Electric is a shared expense. So that went down a little bit to 30. <clears throat> so your new home expenses is 917. Your vehicle expenses, we're going to keep that right there, right? Or were you going to get rid of the car? What are your thoughts there? Yeah. No, I understand. So you're going to keep the car. And, you know, I, I do want to maybe talk about this a little bit later, only if we feel like we can't make this work, but I think it will work. You could really expedite this, though, and get out of debt quicker if you did something with this. But I get it. I completely do. Remember, I talked about that documentary, Playing With Fire? Well, in that documentary, they demonstrate the positive effects of having a large car payment. Because remember, there's three things that really can offset building wealth or even getting out of debt. That is housing, which you've got under control. Automobiles, which you've got a relatively high vehicle expense here, 775. And then the third is lifestyle, which you're definitely you know, moving towards. So you've got two out of three. <laughs> Not bad, right? Um, but Again, if you want to expedite this, yeah, you could do something about that. But let's move on to insurance expenses. We're going to keep that at 140 that we see here. And you can bring your chair over a little bit. Yeah. So remember, we still have insurance. We're going to keep that at 140 <clears throat> Your food and grocery expenses, it was higher, but I'm going to reduce, and we talked about this previously, you know, you had down restaurants and eating out, it was kind of high. So I'm going to bring that down to $35 a month rather than $150. So your total food and grocery expense now is $395 from $510. No children expenses, no pet expenses. Entertainment we talked about last time as well. We're going to reduce that down to $80 a month. Okay. Somebody with credit card debt yeah, you know, really shouldn't be going out to restaurants all the time and things like that. That's how you're going to have to think if you want to get to a net worth of zero as quickly as possible and get out of this credit card debt. So yeah, it just takes a year or so or more to really be committed. So I'm going to bump that down. Personal care expenses is at $40. We're going to leave that there. We also talked about last time, we're going to keep your clothing at zero or bring it down to zero, I should say. 
Um, healthcare expenses, you mentioned you may want to get rid of the gym. What did you decide on that? Yeah. No, I completely understand. You know, today, a lot of, we don't really need gyms to stay fit, healthy, and happy. We can walk outside, as you know, by listening to the podcast. I encourage my listeners to walk with me to wealth. I do my pennies in my condo. I do exercises with my own body weight. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need, you can get some dumbbells, right? We can really be creative with keeping fit and not spend 70 to hundred dollars a month on healthcare <laughs> um, in terms of a health club. So congratulations for getting rid of that expense. So that's zero. What else do we have? Other expenses here. Um, your, you did have, vacations higher. I, I brought that to zero because anybody with $50,000 of credit card debt, would you agree, should not go on vacations? Yeah. Fun times are over. <laughs> um, and although I know you use your credit card for other things, for necessities, but um, we're going to bring that to zero. Debt expenses. This is where I want to have a conversation with you, an open and honest conversation about things I didn't really talk about in the last two meetings that we had. Um, and I'll just be honest. So when, when we, when you put down on the paperwork that you were paying $300 a month for your credit cards, that didn't really add up to me. I wasn't thinking, okay, ding, ding, ding. That makes sense because let's just think about it in higher, um, level here. I don't know the details of all of your five credit cards that you have, but I do know you said the average interest rate was about 12%. Okay. This $55,000 of credit card debt, debt, even though we know it really happened over the past year and you were using it for necessities. Remember your budget was all out of whack. You didn't even have a budget. So <clears throat> what we're discovering then obviously is that you were using this, robbing Peter to pay Paul. You were using this to get by and it grew rather fast over the past year through the pandemic. And you're, you're getting help with all of that, right? Emotional spending, but it was also used for necessities. I, I want to acknowledge that. And so you did what you had to do, but you were paying, you told me you were paying about $300 a month towards these debts. And really, if you think about it, you know, $55,000, usually credit card companies make you pay about 4% of the balance each month. So that would be about 2,200. And you said you're only paying about 300. So can you share with me what really is happening here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do what we have to do. Um, I get that. So your parents were helping subsidize a little bit for a while. And were you, were you defaulting on some of these loans? You've got five cards. Are you up to date on min pay dues and such or no? Okay. Three of them you defaulted and we, we weren't paying. Okay. So the 300 really was just a couple of them. Yeah. And there were many months you weren't paying. So, all right. So as you know, then your FICO score is probably not good, but that's okay. When I went through my bankruptcy at 29, it took seven years for me to build my credit worthiness back up. <clears throat> and 
I'm not saying you're not going to go bankrupt. You don't need to, especially with this huge windfall of money that we'll talk about here in a minute in your budget that you know, then that it's definitely um, ruined your FICO score for now. So that's the reality. Um, it's going to take a while. So I would encourage you to go to annualcreditreport.com. Have you heard of that? I'm going to be dropping an episode here soon, if I haven't done so already when this airs, about everybody should go to annualcreditreport.com. It's a free place by the government to allow you to pull your credit reports from the three, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. I would encourage you probably in the next month or two to do that and keep track of that going forward. You might want to pull one, you know, now, and then the other one in a few months, and then the third one to get an idea over the course of a year, what's going on with your credit. So yeah, that's going to be a reality for you, but it's not the end of the world. So that makes sense then. I just wanted to really have that honest conversation with you for you to tell me about that. So that that definitely that definitely makes sense for me then. Okay. So I put a zero here right now in this analysis of these items, your monthly expenses, because I'm going to circle back to that here in just a few minutes. So your after-tax savings then is I'm going to leave as a zero as well. So here's an interesting problem that we have here. <clears throat> the problem that we have here is that you don't have an emergency fund. So I said last time we would talk through that. But you have $55,000 in credit card debt. So where do we go from here? Well, I would like you to expedite paying off the credit card debt. I want you to fund your emergency fund <laughs> up to only about $1,000, maybe $2,000, but that's it. In a true emergency, if you lose this job, you can go back to your credit cards on the available credit on the ones that you didn't default on and use that if you had to in a pinch. You did it before to get you through your unemployment, right? But it had devastating negative effects, and I get that. But we really need to get the credit card paid off as quickly as possible. If you want to build wealth slowly going forward, there's really no other way to do that. You know, to you're paying average 12% or more interest on that. And to get money into an emergency fund, you know, you're not getting much interest there at all. It just makes sense for me. And hopefully for you, you can disagree and you can do a, a hybrid approach if you would like. But my advice would be to get your emergency fund up just a little bit, not the eight months that you need traditionally for if you didn't have all of this debt. And so again, you might want to do a hybrid approach and we can play with those numbers once you see how much extra you can put towards the credit card to see how many years it's going to take to eliminate it. I hope that makes sense. So we can come up with a plan. But for now, in your initial analysis here, I'm just putting a zero for any type of savings other than what you're putting into your 401k. So as a summary then, the total income then now for you is 5478 that we mentioned. Uh -huh. Your total expenses then are now 2367. So you have an excess of $3,111. Now, let's just pause for a minute <laughs> and talk through this briefly. So 
before you had an overage of 1400 a month, which was going where? To your credit cards to build the 55,000. So now we've turned it around, albeit this is gonna be really difficult. I just wanna make sure you understand that this is a very tight budget. If you don't follow it, it's gonna add, you know, three, four, five months more to, to take that credit card out, right? In terms of doing that, if you use your credit card and you shouldn't be, then that's going to delay this as well. So we've got wiggle room here. This is very tight. So personal finance is not perfect, right? There may be an ex extension here, but let me just share with you the value of having such a huge excess and what you could do with that money. So what I did was I went to a calculator. I mentioned on my podcast before, I like the dinkytown.net. And as you can see here, can you see that? Pull your chair over. Okay, so right here you've got, I put in credit card debt of 55,000. See that? Now, what I did was I opened this up and I thought, what if we take that 31, that $3,111 per month and apply that towards the credit card debt. And I put in your average interest rate is about 12%. This is not set in stone, but we'd have to take all of those and we can itemize them each individually if you would like. This is just getting a ballpark. So how many, how long would it take you to pay that off is actually only one year and eight months. Yeah, <laughs> can you believe that? Yeah, you have such a huge shovel now. You really do. Your income, I mean, congratulations for you getting this new job. So if you really, 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 really wanted to commit to this, which you said you did the last time we met, is you could eliminate that. You could be super conservative for a year and eight months, 20 months, and you could have this debt eliminated. Now, if we raise 40,000 feet in a couple years, let's say it goes two years, then you take that money and you're probably going to get raises in the next two years, right? Your income is going to go up. Your expenses hopefully will stay the same or go down. This one's going to go down. What could we do with that $3,300 per month going into your 401k, into a Roth IRA, a Roth IRA that we could then start contributing to as well? Remember, you had stopped for a little while. My advice was to stop right now, not putting more into it, but let the money that's there sit for now. And you can do a hybrid approach if you want to put a little bit in there. But yeah, I really think not only should you eliminate the debt fully, commit to that. You can do a hybrid approach, put some into your emergency fund and your Roth if you want. But this really is the most efficient use of your money, according to me. So let's switch gears a little bit. And I promised I would also share with you the build a budget. And here it is on the screen in front of you. And you can actually go back to my episode, um, episode number four. Did you listen to that as build a budget? I rambled for like an hour. <laughs> um, I just love this spreadsheet. And so I'm going to just talk about it for a couple minutes. But I'm going to give this to you, actually, and I want you to use it. So what I did was I put your income on the right. Your outlays are on the left. And remember those net to zero. This is a zero-based budget. And you're going to use this spreadsheet every week. You're going to open it up. 
you're going to reduce, see the columns here where you have the columns and you can take the buckets away. And as you spend that money, as you pay your rent, as you buy food, as you put gas in your car, as you pay your electric, as you do all of these things, you're going to reduce the numbers. It's actually really fun to do this. You reduce the numbers. It goes down here. You put it into either this bucket or this bucket, and you know exactly where your money is going every single moment. So you can look at it again once a week, open it up, take the money out, and you always balance to zero. Now, let me just pause for a second and say, have you ever created a budget before? I know the answer is going to be no. <laughs> you haven't. Okay, so that obvious is what we determined in our first meeting together. And so you may have to go to more of a monthly type budget as well until we get used to this. Take a couple pieces of paper, right? Put down your total in for the month and then subtract out on paper. Please do it on paper because you really need, as a new person budgeting, you need to have that feel of, I see the numbers. I feel the numbers. I'm writing the numbers on a piece of paper. I see them and I'm reducing what I take out. You need to do that. You can't really get to a whole year yet, but I'm going to give you this build a budget spreadsheet anyway, because I want you to work towards seeing your money from a one year perspective. And you know what that's going to do for you? That's going to allow you then over these next two years, as you're taking down your debt, you're going to see it go down. Then two years comes, you've got so used to using your spreadsheet that you're going to be able to then open it up and say, how can I best leverage this $3,300 that used to be going to pay off my credit cards where I was paying interest? How can I take that same amount of money then and put it over here on this line item into buckets that don't pay interest, but that you earn interest. You need to switch your mindset right here and right now. No longer are you going to be paying interest. You're going to turn this around over the next two years, and you're going to now see that you are going to be earning interest on that money that you used to be paying over to your credit card to get you to your net worth of a zero. Does that make sense to you? It does. Okay, really, that that's so awesome. So I would like to close out this session now. I'm going to give you this spreadsheet. You're going to take it home. You're going to start using it. I really hope this makes sense to you. And again, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for these sessions. You can continue to book sessions with me if you would like, if you want to do it every three months or every six months or whatever you want to do every week. <laughs> I'm here for you to help you. You know, and you've been searching for tomorrow. We've been talking about that. So, you know, so proud of you because really what you're doing is you are looking at, you know, feeling so devastated about what your future would be like. And really what you needed to do is not really search for tomorrow. That brought forth anxiety. You needed to really bring it down to focusing on today. That's what I hope that you learned from these coaching sessions is that you are now focusing on today. Once you get today mastered, then you can focus searching on your tomorrows. All right, so 
in conclusion for this session, go ahead and get your green tea. Let's do a cheers, huh? To a, to a job well done for you embarking on your journey going forward. Yeah, it is really just that simple. And by the way, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for allowing me to broadcast, broadcast, broadcast this to my listeners. Yeah, you, you really have no idea how much you're helping people. So kudos, thanks to you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Be in touch. Let me know if you want to book another session. I'll take the, the tea there for you. Thank you. I know, I love, I absolutely love green tea, and I hope you do, do too as well. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great day.